We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You're commuting home with Katz and Cosby. Now, here's John Katz and Matidis and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC. By the way, let's go to Alan Dershowitz, of course, the great Harvard Law School emeritus professor, one of the best constitutional experts out there. Professor Dershowitz, you had some really interesting stuff saying Trump should change venue, basically, for the trial. You suggested Staten Island. Yeah, well, first of all, President Trump called me the other day and uh, wanted my advice. Um, He loved my book, Get Trump. He urged everybody to read it, and he said, I hope one day I'll get you to vote for me. But even if you don't vote for me, I love your book. Get Trump really predicted all of this that was going on. He said, what's your advice? And I said, my advice is to invest in a T-shirt company that puts mugshots on the front of the T-shirt because your mugshot will be the best-selling T-shirt since Frank Sinatra's back in the 1950s. And he laughed and he said he might do that. Is this before uh, or after he was indicted? Before he was indicted, he thought he expected to be indicted. He said it would be in a couple of days. Well, what he didn't know is that another crime has been committed right in front of right in front of Bragg's nose, under his watch, in his building. And that is somebody leaked this grand jury indictment, which is a felony, a class E felony. It wasn't Trump or his team. They were shocked by it. Obviously, it was either somebody in Bragg's office, which he doesn't want to investigate, or somebody in the grand jury, which he doesn't want to investigate. So we're seeing a cover-up right in front of us. We have a felony committed right there, and as far as we know, Bragg isn't investigating it. Instead, he's busy making up a crime that didn't occur in order to get Trump. And that is really, really a distortion of justice. How dangerous is this, do you think, to the justice system? I think it's outrageous because if the name was not Trump, you know that Bragg wouldn't be looking into it. Well, you know, the Bible says to prosecutors and judges, two rules, don't take a bribe. But the second one is more important. Don't recognize faces. Don't ever, ever prosecute people based on who they are. What happened here is Bragg and James ran as Democrats on the promise to get Trump because he was running against the chief Democrat. And when you're going after a presidential candidate, you darn well better have the strongest case imaginable. So maybe when the indictment is unsealed, it will have a videotape of Donald Trump shooting somebody on Fifth Avenue the way he said he could do. But absent that videotape, if this is about Stormy Daniels, we don't know what's in the indictment. We have to wait. But if it's about Stormy Daniels, if it's about failing to make a proper entry in corporate records. It's a scandal. You don't go after the president's leading contender opponent on the basis of a Mickey Mouse charge. Governor Patterson. Alan, I wanted to ask you about the grand jury process itself. I think it's, and I know this is the word, overrated. In other words, it is not hard to get 23 people in a room and get a majority of them when the other side can't even make a presentation to get an indictment, 
But then the indictment is waved around as if it's this lethal weapon, which it really rarely is. And to convict someone. Go ahead. It's just a charging instrument. And um, the former Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, shouldn't be saying essentially that Trump has to now prove his innocence. It's look, the grand jury has totally distorted the meaning. When the grand jury was put in the Fifth Amendment, it was designed to protect the defendant from an overzealous prosecutor. Instead, prosecutors taken over the grand jury. Grand jury today is 23 chairs moved around. Of course, as Wacko famously said, a prosecutor can get a grand jury to indict a ham sandwich. Here's my problem. A prosecutor can get a petty jury in New York to convict a ham sandwich named Donald Trump. And let me tell you why, from my personal experience, I defended Trump on the Senate floor. You know that. And then I lost all my friends in Martha's Vineyard. One of my friends said, you committed social suicide. Nobody will ever speak to you again. If anybody speaks to you, they're committing social suicide. Imagine what would happen if a judge, an elected judge in New York, throughout this case, nobody would ever talk to him. He'd never get appointed to a higher position. What if a juror voted for acquittal? Nobody would ever talk to him. They'd walk out of the gym as they walked out of the gym when my wife came into the gym one day. So in New York City, you cannot get a fair trial. This case must be moved to Staten Island, to Rockland County, to upstate New York. But it cannot be conducted in Manhattan where Uh, there's not a chance of a fair trial. Agreed. Uh, I have one other question, uh, uh, Mr. Dershowitz. Does that mean in 50 states, in a zillion counties in those 50 states, they can indict anybody? Yeah, there's no, there's really no check and balance. In some states, a governor can fire, as in New York, a governor can fire the district attorney, but obviously this governor is not going to do that. He's going to be a hero in New York City, and, you know, it will help him get reelected. He's, after all, followed a campaign pledge. It should be unethical. I think it is unethical for any prosecutor to run on, I'm going to get somebody. I'm getting Trump. You know, the book, Get Trump, it's not an original title with me. It's a campaign slogan that Letitia James and Bragg ran on, get Trump. And now they think they got him because they got 23 or 12 grand jurors uh, to indict. And they may very well get a conviction if it's in Manhattan. But there has to be a check on. Alan, to be perfectly honest with you, I don't think they can get a conviction even in Manhattan. Really? Judge Judge Weinberg. Uh, Alan, a couple of points. Number one. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The problem is the, the jury pool, and if they move for a change of venue based on what you've been talking about, they have to go before Judge Juan Marchand, and Trump foolishly went after him and attacked him. Yeah, tell everybody bad, what he did. Tell well, everybody what Trump he said. Trump went out and he, he said that he hated, he said, this judge hates me, and the whole record is there, and I can't get a, I can't get a fair trial. Well, Trump so should be quiet on this. No, he shouldn't have been quiet. He should have said that this judge was handpicked by the prosecutor. Well, that that's should not, always... But, uh, Alan, Alan, that's, but I'm, I'm telling you, having sat in Supreme Court in Manhattan, that's yeah. not, the prosecutor does not pick get, this judge. How did he get the... How did the judge... It comes, out of, it comes out of the wheel 
No, it's right. I'm no, told no, that, no, well, uh, you better check that. I'm okay. told this was a related case. No, but, but, but no, you're right. I say initially it comes out of the wheel oh, for the finance guy, and because it's a related case. So no, it's not hand. Any, so but, any case can be made related by the prosecutor. The prosecutor is the one who says it's related. So I think he had an impact on picking this judge. I think it ought to go back in the wheel and let him pick another judge. I don't think that the same judge should be sitting on two cases that are related. That's a bad reason for having a judge in a case, not a good reason. But it gives the prosecutor too much power. But this totally under. But this prosecution, Alan, totally undermines the people's faith in, in the rule of law, and that's the real cost of this and prosecution. It and it should, and it should, and we should be very skeptical about a case where a prosecutor runs for, first of all, it should be unethical for any prosecutor to run for office saying, I will get somebody. You know, even the Bible, you go back to the Bible, it gives two instructions to judges and prosecutors. One, don't take bribes. That's obvious. The second is, lo takir panim, do not recognize faces. Never do justice based on who the person is or injustice. You must wear that blindfold. And, of course, Bragg took the blindfold off. It was only because the guy's name was Trump. He only recognized faces. He didn't base this indictment on the evidence or on the law. He had to make that up. He based it on a campaign promise to get Trump. As Justice Jackson said once, prosecutors can rummage through the statute books and any prosecutor can find something to prosecute him on. Stalin to uh, Lavrenti Beria, show me the man and I'll find you the crime. This well, is not the way the American system should work. That's Deputy Mayor uh, Rudy Washington. Professor, um, you know, Governor Patterson, you know, called me a shade tree attorney. So I'm going to ask you a legal question. <laughs> oh, that's a new one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question. Two lawyers negotiate an NDA. And the client, a non-disclosure uh, agreement, right? A non-disclosure agreement, and the client uh, pays it through legal fees. Um, I'm trying to understand what's illegal about that. There's nothing illegal about it, and if you take Bragg seriously, what he expects is you pay $130,000 to get somebody's silence. You buy their science. That's legal. Then he says you're supposed to put in your public corporate forms. Oh, by the way, the hush fund that I paid to keep this secret from my wife, <laughs> the reason I paid it is to keep it secret from my wife because I had an adulterous affair with a porn star. So, it is the most idiotic statement imaginable. Nobody has ever done that, and nobody has ever been Professor, let's, <laughs> professor let, let's set aside yeah. the Edwards case in North Carolina for a second. Yeah. Yeah. And let's say that uh, President Trump did pay uh, the $130,000 out of his campaign fund. Yeah. What would be the natural assumption of a lot of people? Well, the natural assumption would be that the only reason he did it is to get elected. But when you have a wife, when you have children, and particularly in this case, when you have business investments all over the world, you do not want a public disclosure that you paid money to a porn store. So the government has to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that the only reason that he paid this hush money was to affect his campaign. So my, my point, my point would have been that paying it out of the campaign fund, one everyday man would think he's guilty. Negotiating yeah. a, a NDA with, with your lawyer, and he's still guilty. So That's right. what is the win for Trump? He, he can't win either way. Well, he can't win in the court of public opinion, exactly. but not to be guilty legally, so he can win. He's not going to win in the trial court. Here, here we have some disagreement. I think it's going to be very hard for even a brilliant lawyer 
to persuade jurors that this guy didn't do anything uh, criminal. I think they would convict him if, you know, for spitting on the street. Um, but I think an appellate court will reverse. I don't think this will ever, ever be a sustained conviction. Professor Allen, I didn't think that there was a majority of jurors that would vote for acquittal. I'm just telling you, I think there'd be enough. There are, you put 12 people in a room, uh, two or three of them would have a conscience and would not vote to uh, convict this candidate. You have a better sense of uh, conscience in the days of Donald Trump. My experience is that when it comes to Donald Trump, this Trump derangement syndrome is real because I know my friends who are decent, reasonable people. They are so angry at me for saying what I say on television. They know it's right, but they don't want me to say it. They don't want me to do anything that in any way seems to help Donald Trump. They are so completely committed and so monomaniacal about this. And I wonder if and Professor, Professor, it's too bad that uh, Voltaire passed away. He'd have been great on the jury. <laughs> we got to take a break. <laughs> Professor, thank you so much for telling the American people the truth. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority. PriorityGoldGuide.com. 